Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is love the truth. And now here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. I've been on the air now for over 30 years, and I bring you tidings from the kingdom of God. I'm writing a new book. It'll be ready in a very short amount of time. And the title of the book is "It's Sunny and Warm in the Kingdom of God." I like that title. It's sunny and warm in the kingdom of God. Yes, there is a kingdom of God, and that's what Christ came to tell us about. He came to tell us the good news. The good news that there's a kingdom of God. Now, how about the world that we live in right now? That's separated. Not everyone. There are people all around the world who have found this wonderful kingdom. They somehow were able to go through the door and enter the kingdom, and the door is within. And they tried to tell you about it. Down through the ages, people have tried to tell us about this kingdom, and they've done their best. But to find the kingdom of God, you have to have a very special attitude. That's right, a very special attitude. And the very special attitude that you need is a love of truth, and a desire, a burning desire, to know the truth and to know the purpose for which you were created, and a willingness to let go of your stubbornness. Now, I want to say something in in this regard: your stubbornness. You have probably three sources of stubbornness. The first source is an inherited stubbornness. That's right. You inherit a nature from Adam and Eve. Yeah, you got it from your mom and dad, and from grandma and grandpa, and great grandma and great grandpa, and so on. But all the way back to Adam and Eve. That's the legacy of Adam and Eve. That's what he gives us. That's what he bequeaths us. If you see a bunny rabbit, then there are some mom and dad bunny rabbits somewhere, and a grandma and grandpa bunny rabbit, and so on, and they hand it down. Something of their nature. So when you see the bunny rabbit, well, you have a good idea of what mom bunny rabbit used to look like, or dad bunny rabbit used to look like when they were younger. Incidentally, some of you are getting a 15-minute program all around the country. 15-minute program. Do you understand that you're not going to get this information hardly anywhere else? Do you understand that? Now, wouldn't it be a shame if a month from now or half a year from now, you suddenly said, "Oh my God, that guy! He really—he said something. He said something. It was important. It was a clue. I—I I know it was a clue to what's going wrong in my life. What was that guy's name? What was his name? What was his website? Now, wouldn't that be a shame? So you better pay attention." Write down the web address and keep it, because there could be a clue there—a clue that could mean everything to your relationship with your partner or to your life.
Getting back to stubbornness. I said, you inherit some of it from Adam and Eve. See, Adam fell. He, he fell from God, from the wonderful, wonderful presence of God. He fell to another presence, another commander, another allegiance, another kingdom, another spirit. And when he did, he became a slave of that. And then he also began to become like the spirit that he fell to. See, he took on the nature of pride. See, the, the serpent had the nature of pride. And Adam took that on when he paid obeisance to and looked to that kingdom for something. See, he looked, see, the serpent through Eve, of course, said that Adam could be great through knowledge and powerful and successful, and he could do it all on his own without God. Well, when he went over to that side, then he began to become like that side. He took on the nature of pride, a nature of stubbornness, a nature that resists truth. See, it resists truth. And isn't there part of you that resists truth? Part of you that doesn't want to know the truth. Part of you that always wants to escape into something else, into some distraction. Part of you that wants to sink into your food and sink into your music and into your videos and into your gaming and into your work and into sleep. You sink deeply. Everything You get too deeply in everything, too deeply into friendship, too deeply into your drinks, your alcohol, your food, your, your sports, your activities, your, your everything. You get too deeply into it. You sink into it and wallow in it and submerge yourself in it. Part of you wants to go that way. See, so that's a sort of a natural resistance to truth, isn't it? And when somebody comes with the truth, you don't like it. There's something in you that doesn't like it. Someone comes to you and says, hey, your shoelace is untied. Well, you say thank you, but you know what? You may bristle a little bit. You may bristle. You feel a little bit angry that somebody saw you not being perfect. You see what I mean? So that's the nature of pride. It's ugly. Well, so you inherit that. All right, so you inherited it, and you struggle with it. A lot of people, they have this prideful nature, and it's also greedy and avaricious and hungry, and it hungers and thirsts after self-righteousness and after praise. See, praise you from cradle to grave. You want praise and worship and admiration, and you condemn people who don't give it to you, who don't see you in a good light. So that's, you inherit that. Now, there's another part of stubbornness. And it's when you were a little child and you reacted to people, you fell away from your inner ground of good that you were once very close to. You once lived in a beautiful, safe little world, but they were determined to get to you. They wanted to break you down and they wanted to turn you and to make you give in and they tormented you until you cried, until you were terrified, until you were frightened, until you begged, see, or until you became angry and resentful because they wouldn't stop. They were relentless. And yeah, it wasn't just the bullies at school or the teachers or the coaches or the peer group 
or the neighbor kid. No, it was also people in your own family. They were determined to make you bend your knees to them. Isn't that true? So you did. And when you did, you took on some of their nature. So now you have some nature. You have your mother's stubbornness in you. Was your mother stubborn? Now how about you? Is that in you? It probably is. If you reacted to her, if you reacted to her, then it's in you. And now it is stubborn. It resists truth. It dislikes and hates people. And you find that in yourself. You might want to counter it. You might want to do the opposite. You see that in, you hated that in your mother. You see it in yourself. And so you do the opposite, you know, to prove that you're not like her. But it's still in there anyway. Do you understand? So there's that stubbornness. And then there's another stubbornness. And that's, that's the very spirit of, of wrong, a dark spirit that it won't let you be sorry. It won't let you be kind. It won't let you be forgiving. It won't let you have a light touch and to overlook. It is filled with hate and it's filled with rage and it's filled with, yeah, something very, very stubborn. And it doesn't want you to be soft and it doesn't want you to be sorry. It doesn't want you to be sweet. It is filled with anger, and that's the spirit of hate, and it gets inside. That's right, when we react to others, we're penetrated by it. And when we hate others, see, when you hate another, now look at it this way. See, Christ made it all so simple. He understood better than anyone else, and he could put it, you know, three words from him was better than a, a million words from anybody else. So what did he say? He said to forgive others. In other words, not to resent them, not to hate them. It's, it's so simple. Because when you hate, look, when you hate, then you're obeying this other kingdom, this dark side, this worldly kingdom. Look at the world now. Look, look at it. Look at the shape it's in. And why is it in the terrible shape that it's in? Because we're people have fallen away from God. And so we become, we become subject to another realm. And it may be invisible. You can't taste it, touch it, or see it, but it's there. And it's behind all the misery and suffering and the horrors that you see all around you. So he said, don't hate other people. But if you hate another person, see, and yet they tempt you, they, they can be so vicious so cruel, so cunning, so arbitrary, so violent, so threatening, so unforgiving that they tempt you to hate them. But when you do, you are obeying this other kingdom, this other God, this other way of life. So now do you understand? Don't resent other people. Don't hate them. And that way you remain obedient to the good kingdom. Do you understand? So now, where was I? I was talking about pride. So now this pride is in you. It can cause you a lot of conflict, a lot of trouble. But you must understand this.
Struggling with it is not helpful. Struggling with it is not helpful because uh, it's, it wants you to struggle. It wants you to struggle because when you do, you give it your life. See, it takes your life. It, can't, it cannot get your life unless you interact with it. See, and when you interact with it by struggling with it, then it takes your life and it grows stronger. So you must learn to watch. You must learn to watch. To get the little meditation that I have, that I've talked about now for over 30 years on the air. It's so simple. You simply learn how to sit quietly. You too can learn the art of watching and remaining centered with the help of our free meditation. To learn more, visit SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us and click on Meditation. Shedding Shackles provides answers for the issues that are closest to you. Do you have a comment or a question? If so, email Roland at Roland at SheddingShackles.com That's Roland at SheddingShackles.com Or call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851 That's 510-455-8851 Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. get the little meditation that I have, that I've talked about now for over 30 years on the air. It's so simple. You simply learn how to sit quietly. You can go in your room, close the door and sit in a chair, or go sit on your sofa, or find a quiet place in your home, or out in the yard, or on your porch, or somewhere and sit quietly and look at the inside of your eyelids and see the little patterns of light. When you close your eyes and you look at the inside of your eyelids, you will see a little bit of light there, a glow of light, a warm light, delicate little pixels of light. Just watch those. Look at them. And while you're looking at those little pixels of light, you can also become aware of your hand. For example, you can become aware of your index finger. If you're sitting quietly in your room, safely and quietly in your room or on your couch, 
then become aware of your index finger. When you notice your index finger, when you give your loving awareness to your index finger very gently, it answers you with a little tingle. Maybe no one ever paid attention to it with love before. This is the first time that you're sitting quietly and looking at the little patterns of light on the inside of your eyelids. And at the same time, you give your attention to your index finger and it answers you. It responds with a little tingle, a gentle tingle. And now a flow has been established between the inner light, the inner spiritual light from God. In his kingdom, it's always sunny and warm. And a little bit of that light, now you see it when you look at the inside of your eyelids. And then, at the same time, you become aware of your index finger. And now you are sharing some of that light with your finger. And it responds with a little tingle. Then you can become aware of your second finger in the same way and your third finger, and your fourth finger, and your thumb. Notice your thumb. Give your attention to your thumb. At the same time, looking at the little pixels on the inside of your eyelids. And that's the little meditation exercise. It restores you to your center of dignity. It puts you back in touch with the inner light from God. And you become calmer, and you share some of the warmth and the light that you get with your body. And now you do this for a few minutes every morning at noon and in the evening. Then when you go out in the world, you will bring some of that with you. You will bring some of that little bit of detachment, a little bit of distance, like you had when you were a little child. You would bring that with you out into the world. And now, when you see people, you don't hate them. And when things happen, you don't get angry anymore. Or you get less angry, and then less and less and less, and less resentful. And so now, it reminds you. So you're out in the world, and all of a sudden you find yourself getting too involved in something, and you just notice that. And somehow you're reminded, and then you take a mental step back. Then somebody comes along and they try to create some kind of an argument and you, you just take a mental step back and you don't become angry or involved. And you find yourself way lost in music or something and you take a mental step back and now you're not lost in it anymore. You have a more observant attitude, a calmer attitude, a more thoughtful attitude. And you calm down and you also have a good effect on other people. So it's just a beautiful thing. But it all begins with sitting quietly, watching the little pixels on the inside of your eyelids. And then going out in the world and watching. Watching like when you were a little child, you watched people, you saw things, and you marveled. And that's the kind of life Christ said, unless you become like a little child, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now you understand what he meant. So... Could you begin to do the little meditation every morning?
first thing before you go out in the world and get upset. And maybe at noon, a little bit, and in the evening, could you do that? Well, I have a meditation, and, and it's like what I just have been doing right now. The very same thing that I've been doing now. In fact, you could get this radio program. You could go to SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. And up at the top, you see a nice little slideshow. One of them says Meditation. You click on it, and then you get this. Download it, and you could listen to this, what I just did, to help you, to guide you a little bit in getting started with your meditation. And then once you have been guided a little bit by me a few times, then you do it on your own. It's that simple. You can do it on your own anytime. But it helps you to get started. So you have to start somewhere. Was it Confucius who said the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step? But the beautiful thing about God's kingdom is that it's not a thousand miles. You see, God's kingdom is not subject to time or distance. It's a little, it's a little step, it's a little step, and you're there. So, it's a very beautiful thing Christ came to tell us, to proclaim the kingdom of God. And it's a little step. All you need to do is want it and yearn for it and disregard the stubbornness, disregard the part of you that doesn't like this, that doesn't want to do the meditation, that isn't interested in truth. Part of you is, part of you resists. Just watch that part. Don't react to it. Don't get angry at it. Just see it. Know now that it's not you. It came into you from outside, and it's the same thing that has tormented and made other people stubborn and harsh and mean. That's what it that's what happened to them. Now you can forgive them. You understand. They may not really want to be mean. They may not want to hurt you. But something is compelling them to. So forgive. Let it go. And watch. And you'll be safe. Hi, this is Roland just stopping by to tell you about some resources that I have. A lot of them, a lot of books, a lot of YouTube lectures. I think you'll like them. If you're seeking for something different, if what you've been trying hasn't been working, and if you keep doing the same thing, it's not going to work. you got to try something different. Why don't you try? Here's something good. Do you remember when the Israelitish people were in the desert? God gave them manna, and it was from him. It was a food that nourished them, and it came directly from him. There was no hand of man in it. How many times have you, have you talked to someone or gone to some activity or sat in an audience or watched something on YouTube or wherever, and one of two things happened. Either one, it was so clever that he got you all caught up in it. But you were caught up with them, not with God, with them. Or, on the other hand, there was something false, something that wasn't quite right, or something that just didn't sit right with you. And you know what it did? It tempted you to judge them. 
And when you judged them, it put you in a frame of mind where you could not receive something from God. Or it tempted you to throw in the towel and say, there are no answers because once again you were disappointed. Once again somebody fooled you, somebody tricked you, somebody promised you something and then they didn't deliver. Do you understand? That's why you need to relate to God directly. That's the new way. Relate to Him directly without the hand of man in it that tempts you. Now, a lot of people, they do the best they can, but the hand of man is in it. What they tell you may be true, but they don't say it in such a way that it penetrates. They don't say it in such a way that you can see it for yourself. You have to see it for yourself, and it must come directly from God. It doesn't mean that other people can't say something and then you realize, but the realization is from God. Listen, if somebody says something and then you realize the realization is in the inner light, God gives us an inner light so that we can see. Do you understand? It's like getting a joke or it's like the aha moment. Oh, I get it. I see. That's what life must always be. I get it. I see. And that's directly from within. It's from the light that God gave you. You understand? And then when he turns up the light a little bit, when you crave that light, when you yearn for that light, when you yearn for the truth and for the Father you've never known, then he turns up the light a little bit and you see a little more clearly and then a little more clearly. And the day dawns. And from that moment on, it's a process of seeing breathing a sigh of relief, and letting something go. Seeing, understanding, forgiving, letting it go. Seeing and moving forward to something new, something new that God gives you. In some mysterious way, all of a sudden, a door opens and you walk through, and it's good, and you're where you belong, with the people you should be with, doing the things you're supposed to be doing. And God planned it, and you didn't. So get your ego out of it. What does it say in the Bible? Look to the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. Now, I want you to go to my website and get the meditation. Give it a try. It's free. It's free. And my website is SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.